Welcome to day 115 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in Psalm 73, 77, and 78, with a focus on Psalm 73 verses 1 through 3 and then 16 to 17. Truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And then we move down and we say, But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a worrisome task, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I discerned their end. When you read all of Psalm 73, it's about a, a man struggling with how it seems that the wicked and the evil are prospering greatly. It seems like their needs are met. Uh, It seems that they're not held accountable. It seems that they have riches. Uh, It seems that all of their wicked deeds are almost accepted by society. And and the internal struggle of, of the psalm writer is made very apparent. And yet, when we get down to the end of the verse, he says it is through going to the sanctuary and discerning their end that he comes to a place of peace and understanding in the in the latter half of the psalm you see him understand oh okay there is a day of judgment there is a day of reckoning uh it's not as i see it and and this can be the case for a lot of us at times when we look at the world and we go wow the people who are selfish the people who are looking out for themselves those who are pushing themselves forward and undercutting others seem to be getting ahead and it's almost applauded and there's a lot of uh, teachings out there that nowadays especially seem to reinforce this, right? I'm all for, you know, taking care of yourself and learning to love yourself. Unfortunately, that can be and has been manipulated to become almost toxic to the point of anyone that makes me feel even a little bit off or bad, uh, they're toxic and I need to cut them out. And that's not necessarily true because friends who love us and family that love us at times might challenge us to grow and to stretch. Um, you know, the idea that we should only, we, should, we shouldn't have to work much, but we should be prosperous. Well, that's, that's not necessarily fair or true. There are many who work very, very hard uh, and, and aren't prosperous. And then there are some who have worked very hard and now they're enjoying the fruits of their prosperity. But at times we look at maybe celebrities or internet stars and, and we, we come to have this wrong perception that life should be about ease and comfort. And that's not always the case. There's nothing wrong with comfort in life, and there's nothing wrong with having seasons where things are easy. In fact, I think we all need seasons like that. But the truth is, is we live in a world where uh, we need to remind ourselves that what God's called us to isn't necessarily ease or comfort. And often those who are getting it quick are, are getting it in not fantastic ways. If you are discouraged, if you're finding yourself kind of stuck in a rift, do what the psalmist did. Even though it might seem wearisome, find some peace. Find a place where you can connect with God. Remember, the sanctuary of God is no longer one place. It's it's everywhere. Find a place where you know you can connect with God free of distractions and ask him to help you see the goodness in his ways. Because when I look at the end of all of those who have acquired wealth quickly or through deceitful means, sure, they have many years where it looks like things are going well. But at the end, 
often many of them end up either lonely or worse off than than how they started because often when we come into ease and comfort quickly, we don't know how to manage or handle it. And once again, I'm not against having moments of ease and I'm not against comfort. But it's not necessarily what God's called us to. And when we see other people who are really putting themselves at the highest pinnacle of self, well, of course, everything that they do is going to come back. But Christian love and what God's called us to is is a selfless love. It's a love that is sometimes inconvenienced. It's a love that's sometimes asked to give more than we'd like to. It's it's a love that's asked to forgive and to invite back in. It's a love that's asked to share a meal and to stretch. And while the world might tell you that what would be great is to have no troubles, no concerns, and to see yourself and only to your own ends, it's not the way that we're supposed to go. And we shouldn't be envious of those who strive that way. Because God's called us to something higher. Ultimately, the theme of this verse is don't get so absorbed with how luxurious the life of those who aren't following God looks. Because it's not the focus. And that's not what the focus should be. Don't focus on how they seem to get away with everything. We undermine prayer so much. This person goes just to think and meditate on it all. And through that and his time with God, he sees, okay, you know what? No, God puts everything in its right place. Well, prayer is also so powerful to shifting the very heavens. We're told our prayers have power. We're told that when we pray in accordance with God's will, amazing things happen. If you're struggling right now and and feeling envious of maybe people in your life who aren't following Christ but seem to be prospering. Take that to God. He might reveal some things to you about where your heart is. He might give you secret insight or wisdom as as to what uh, backs that sort of thing. And sometimes God will just say, just wait on me. Just just stir in my presence and, and see what I'll do. Let's discern. Let's trust. Let's wait on the Lord. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.